Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round the clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a tree house. Something you probably don't know. A falling tree house would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round the clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, DeAndre Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality, and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic Records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day, an amazing week, especially an amazing week because this episode is going up a little later than usual. Okay, don't come for me, you guys. Do not come for me. I will explain the episode. Anywho, I want to set the scene for you guys because as you guys know, I have finally, finally, finally arrived at my destination AKA I moved. So if you guys don't know, baby girl, baby boy, get it together because we've been talking about this for literally, I feel like 10, 15 episodes now, not, not 15, but like 10, five, 10 episodes now. So basically I moved out of my parents' house into my first apartment with my partner and we are living in Newark, Newark, as he likes to say, Newark, but I say Newark, New Jersey. So I am super excited. So as I am literally sitting right here, I'm in the middle of the living room. I just set up my work desk, I think two days ago. So I'm sitting right by the window and it's like such a dope view because I have like this view of like the city and the water. And I don't know what the noise is like because I'm right obviously by the window. So for me, I'm hearing like this sort of, you know, pretty like steady white noise of the city, of the trains, of the cars, of the people, all the things. I mean, not that much people because, uh, you know, quarantine life, but but it's like already I'm hearing the train blaring, blasting outside. I don't know if y'all could hear that, but you know, if you do, I guess these podcast episodes are going to have a little bit of background noise from now on, but I am just very excited. I am finally feeling like I'm starting to settle into a routine into just like 
feeling like myself again because as I mean, okay, it's not as you guys know, because we're literally talking about this in this episode, but I was so excited to move out. I actually had an episode where I talked about just my previous living environment and living with my parents and how, you know, although that was my home, that was the home I grew up in, that was the home with my parents. It, it was just everything to me. I'd been there for so long. We actually lived in that house for, um, I want to say 15 years. We lived in that house and, or we, we still, my parents still do live in that house, but um, it was a really long time and I feel like it, it became a place where it was my source of home. It was what I knew. It was my childhood. It represented, you know, things that I grew up being around. But it also for me represented a lot of anxiety at times. I felt like after coming back from college and after settling into that home, there were times when it just didn't feel like my home. It felt like I was a person that was intruding on my parents' space. Um, and again, I don't know if you guys can hear, there's a lot of noise outside right now. It's like, there's always something happening. Anywho, but yeah, I felt like I was intruding on my parents' space. It would feel like just, I could never fully, like I said in that episode, be at ease. I always felt like I was on edge or there was always something that I, you know, had to keep it down about or I wanted other people to keep it down because I was recording a podcast episode or whatever it may be and it didn't necessarily feel comfortable. And so that was sort of my, that that was sort of the reason I was really excited to move out. Again, I was excited to move out because obviously first apartment, I got to decorate, I got to do all these things. But it was also this place where, or this feeling of like, okay, once I move out, I'll finally be able to breathe in my own personal space. And it was more of like, I think, you know, there, there just comes a time sometimes when you outgrow a certain environment, whether that be your home, your parents' home, and you're ready to move into your first apartment, whether that be a job and you're ready to take the next step and move on to a new workspace, or whether that be a relationship and you're ready to leave because you've outgrown that dynamic with someone. I think we all know when we get to that point where, you know, we're really ready to outgrow something and to step into something else. Y'all, I don't know what is going on outside. It's like fire trucks, police. I'm not used to this city life. I tell you, right now, I am not used to that. I'm used to, you know, whenever I hear sirens or something in my neighborhood, um, back at, you know, my childhood home, it's like something's happening. Literally, it's like a panic because it's not like that. Because um, it's like a little, you know, a little removed neighborhood. We damn near in the woods. But here, we're like in the middle of the city and it's like everyone is passing through here. So I feel like every time I'm like getting used to understanding that sirens are just sort of like the norm in like a downtown area and it's just like I don't know I it's like weird to me anywho back to what I was saying so I obviously was very excited to move out very excited to leave and you know moving into this apartment I also knew that knowing myself and knowing that I'm sort of a creature of habit in some ways and there are times when you know no matter how much you want and wish for change when change comes it is hard to adjust I think we all are people where we get into our routines we get into our normal and sometimes when you get into a routine and you're so sort of caught up in your habits and the things that are comfortable to you when you're tossed out from that or when you're ripped from that comfort and put into an environment where you have to readjust, realign, it is, it's difficult. And it doesn't matter how much you wanted and wished for that change. Change is difficult sometimes. Change means that you have to adapt, you have to grow, you have to evolve, and you have to evaluate what it is that you are now living among. So that's sort of been where my head's at. 
I moved into this apartment with, again, my partner. And that, honestly, you guys, I'm going to be super transparent with y'all on this episode. We ain't about to sugarcoat not a damn thing. And I will say that it has been an adjustment for us both. I think I am someone, I'm an only child, if you guys didn't know that. So I grew up sort of being able to have my own space, right? Again, obviously, you know, in a place where it's like sort of a toxic environment. But when I moved back home after college, I had like our basement. So when I was away from college, we had... like a furnished basement that actually my parents used to rent out and then right before I actually moved back home the girl who was renting out the basement she ended up moving on doing her own thing and so I was able to move back into that space so it was sort of like I was in the house but I had sort of like a designated space downstairs in the basement but obviously you're still living in your parents home so it's not fully your space or fully your environment if they want to come downstairs I can't stop them I'm not you know paying rent I'm not a stranger I'm their daughter they can come down they can do whatever they want And so moving into this space, it was sort of like this adapting to, okay, there's now a shared space. And although this is my space, although this is my apartment, it is also just as much my partner's environment and my partner's space. And I'm someone that I'm very particular. He's also very particular. I think people just in general are very particular about their habits, about the things they like, the things they do. And, you know, it's interesting because um he and i we've gone on vacations or we've had times where we spent extended amount of time together we spent you know like i think the the longest is like two weeks or almost two weeks together and so we sort of know what it's like Like, i'm not afraid to wear my satin cap around him baby girl he saw that satin cap like i think on our second day i whipped that thing out i said hey (laughs) this wig actually i wasn't wearing a wig like around that time but i do remember i think i had like full locks or crochet locks or something and i had the satin cap so at nighttime i put that baby that bad boy on i was like yo there's my satin cap right here okay don't be afraid but he he knew what's up you know i'm saying like i was not afraid to take off my makeup it wasn't stuff like that but i think that moving into the space or like when we were able when we had like those vacations i think we talked about this this morning too i think it was something where we knew that the time was gonna end like we knew going into like a vacation it's like okay we have like two weeks together or we have five days together or ten days together and so it's sort of like when you're in a situation like that you tend to be on your best behavior like y'all you know we got into like our little arguments or a little whatever but it was always something where we were conscious of the fact that time was running out and we were gonna go back into being apart being long distance it wasn't like i could see him the next weekend or whatever it would be months before i would see him again or weeks before i would see him again and so i I think that dynamic created an environment where when we were on those vacations we sort of were at the very pinnacle of our dynamics together and moving into the space is sort of like this is now home right there is no we leave on we're, we're leaving and going back home like this is home this is where we live now and so i think because of that we've sort of at least i personally found myself having uh, struggling to like figure out what my dynamic was in a new home with him. So not only am I sitting here trying to adjust to moving out to my par- moving out of my parents' house for the first time, right? Like and I mean we can count college, but with college it's just like I was I went to college in Boston. I could come right back home. You know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't, but I always had that option. The back of my head I had that option. So it never felt like I was so far removed or so far away from my parents and from my comfort zone. And on top of that, I went to school in the city that I grew 
weapon. So it was like, I, I never felt that discomfort of being so far removed from my comfort zones. I had my, you know, coffee shops. I knew Dunkin', Starbucks. I had, you know, the pizza places I knew. I had like everything that I knew. I knew how to get downtown. I knew how to take the train. I knew how to do all these things because I grew up there. So I was never you know, placed in an environment in college where I was so completely out of my comfort zone. It was really pretty much well within my comfort zone. So here I am in this new environment trying to adapt to one, being, you know, moving out for the first time, right? Moving out completely. I'm not, this is not my home. I'm no longer going back to my parents' house and living there anymore. I'm going to go back to visit, but I'm never going to go back and, and stay there, right? I'm adapting to a new state, right? Because it's it's still like the Northeast, so I'm not, you know, it's not like going from Boston to going to like California, going from Boston to going to Georgia or something like that. So the culture itself is very similar in the Northeast. So I, I'm not too, it's not too different in that way. Like the weather is pretty similar. We'll have our seasons, whatever, whatever. You know, there's a, it's a new city on top of that it is the city like I'm used to again like more of a suburban area like it's like you know like neighbors and and houses and um just like just a certain quietness like I'm used to going to bed and it being so quiet that again if we hear any noise it's like that's alarming because we're so it's so quiet like cars don't really drive on our street at night because it's like the people that live there really come up on our street and like they be you know they be early early to bed too you know what I'm saying so it's like being here in the city and it's like at night just hearing the the white noise of cars driving or motorcycles going or the sirens or whatever it may be like that that's something different to me um you know again being getting used to living with a person again the significant other on top of that i remember when i moved to college and I had to live with a roommate. My roommate was actually Monica. And that was a really, my, and she was my roommate for all four years. But the first two years of college, we shared a room. The second two years, we lived in an apartment on campus. And we were able to have our own rooms and then share like living room and kitchen and stuff like that. But the first two years, we shared a room. And that first year was really hard. Again, going from being an only child, never had to share a room with a sibling, never had to share space with a sibling, nothing like that, to now I have to share the space with someone now it's you know even down to things like just being able to when you want that quiet time you can't just be in bed and have that quiet time if someone's in the room like yeah you could be there and doing your own thing and they can be there but it's not that intimacy with yourself that you would like if you wanted to really truly be alone so going from so that was a really hard adjustment and that's similar to this and it's crazy to me because I knew going into this, it would be a hard adjustment for me for many of those reasons, moving during a pandemic, moving during, you know, just everything that's happening in our world right now, um, on top of the changes that are going on in my life. It's like collective changes, collective uprisings, collective, just huge, massive energy shifts. And on top of that, individually, I'm going through huge massive energy shifts, huge changes in my life, right? Trying to adapt to that all. And I knew going into this, this wouldn't be easy. I knew that this was the next step in my life and also the next step in my relationship. And I think that is what has made it one of the hardest things for me. And, and truly, I, I know I'm gonna look back on this and be so thankful for the growth that this has propelled me into because I believe that the moments in my life where I have truly faced myself or i've been ripped from my comfort zone and, I, and that rip sounds i guess maybe like a little bit not even dramatic but it has like i guess maybe a negative connotation but the moments in my life when i have been 
taken from my comfort zone and placed in environments where I'm not as comfortable, those moments, whether or not I like them in the minute, whether or not I, you know, look back on them with any type of fondness, because some of them I don't, they forced me to grow. That is undeniable. That is an undeniable fact. There have been lessons. There have been just things that I've taken away from it. And I've come out on the other end unscathed, being a person that has truly risen from the ashes, really. And coming out with a new perspective, coming out with, again, lessons learned, and just coming out evolved in my nature and just understanding the world in a completely different way, or not even a completely different way, but understanding the world with more depth, I would say. Understanding the world in a way where I'm like, okay, wow, like I see things so much clearer for myself and so much clearer for the collective now that I've experienced that. And I believe that's what I'm going through right now. And like I said, it's been tough like it's been pretty tough because it's been really hard like the first couple days I found myself just sort of feeling like pretty I I would say the closest word I can find to describe it is numb and I would say numb because I don't think the first couple days it hit me what had happened like even leading up to the move I knew like yeah I'm moving I'm moving and blah 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 like and I was so excited for it but it never truly hit me and even being here I thought it would hit me when we walked into the apartment when I got the keys I remember I got here I got the keys did a walk through with the um, building the property manager um it didn't hit me I remember being here and starting to unpack some stuff because he do he actually like was driving the U-Haul truck and he had to go like a longer way didn't hit me then. I remember him getting here, us unpacking the U-Haul truck, still didn't hit me. I remember us putting together the bed, uh, getting in bed, sleeping in the bed for the first night, still had not hit me. And I don't think it hit me until a couple days in. And when it hit me, it didn't hit me in a way where it was like, oh my God, yay, I'm so glad I'm here. But it also didn't hit me like it was like a bad thing. Like I was like, I regretted being here. It hit me like, wow, like there's no going back. This is, I have turned a page and this is my new chapter. And I think for me, it's sort of like how I explained to you guys uh, in one episode, when good things happen, it's like, it's this beautiful next step, right? You're celebrating the next step, but there's also like a mourning for the thing that you had in the past because at the end of the day, like I said, change no matter what, it forces you to experience something new and it forces you to get outside of your comfort zone because you're comfortable in whatever situation you are in to some degree. And by comfortable, I mean like you're used to it. I don't mean that maybe it's like the greatest feeling in the world to be in that situation, but you're used to it. If it's a shitty situation, you get used to that at some point too. If it's a great situation, you get used to that. But when you are moved from that situation to something new, it is it is a shift and you have to adjust. And I believe that when it hit me where I was, what had happened, that there was no going back, I think there was a part of me that started to feel stressed. There was a part of me that started to feel stressed, like, oh my God, this was a huge thing. Like, like this was big. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, this was big. This is going to be something that in my life, like, this is one of the biggest moments in my life, personally for me, just because it signified so many different things. And I think for me... I'm now starting to get into the rhythm, into a routine. Like I'll wake up at a certain time now. Um, now that most of the boxes are put away, most of the things are put away, I'm getting used to that. 
I still have to pack out some stuff. I think it still doesn't feel like completely all the way there because I still have some stuff to unpack personally. I still need to like get a dresser and everything like that because we ordered this dresser and then it got extra delayed obviously with everything happening and then I was just like mm, I don't want to wait until like end of the like end of July to have a dresser and to be able to unpack my folded clothes but yeah I think I'm finally settling into routine just like waking up uh working on client work being able to sort of go through my day-to-day but even that I also realized too even my my routine quote-unquote now is literally a pandemic routine because it's like there's going to be a time where you know either I am going to be working part-time somewhere or maybe I don't maybe I just you know continue doing freelancing work and client work and this is my new routine like I think time will tell for that one but just even like me personally settling into some kind of routine has helped me that's one of the things that has helped me to feel comfortable because you know for example this is like such a small thing guys but we went to the grocery store went grocery shopping and I actually found these vegan hot dogs I usually buy at home and I didn't know if they would have the brand here I was like yeah this is like not I don't think New Jersey is like New England but it's like Northeast and I was like okay like I'm in like the same kind of area I think they'll have this vegan brand that I really like. So they make like, it's called Light Life and they make, um, they make meatless crumbles. They make like veggie hot dogs. They make veggie sausages. They make veggie bacon. They make like veggie chicken cutlets. Cutlets. Yes, cutlets. But their veggie hot dogs are so damn good. And that's what I always ate at home for breakfast. And let me explain to you how I do it because I don't just be eating a hot dog. Okay, I got to tell you how I do it. So I like take the oil put a little onion in the pot, put a little bell pepper in the pot, and I, like, saute that up. Then I slice the hot dog into, like, little slices. Like, just imagine these little thin, not super thin, but, like, medium-sized sliced slices of the hot dog. And I put them in the pan, and I squirt a little bit of ketchup, and then I add, sometimes I add, like, a dash of cayenne, and I'll mix that up, and then I'll eat that with bread. And usually at home, it would be, like, my mom's homemade bread, but here, when we went grocery shopping, I could not for the life of me find yeast. So I haven't been able to bake any bread. But Sadu has been buying these croissants. And I, like, I swear, he's not trying to fatten me up, I'm getting. But those croissants are so damn good. And he bought two packs. And, like, y'all, I'm the only one eating these damn croissants. I'm not mad at it, though, because I know when I go to get a croissant that, like, it's, like, I know the amount that I left there is the amount that's going to be there, if that makes sense. But anywho, so I've been having that in the morning with, the veggie, uh, the vegan hot dog, like my little sauteed mixture on top of a croissant with my iced coffee. And so even that is like a nice reminder of home because it's like, okay, I used to eat that in the morning with my iced coffee. And so I'm able to eat that here. So I was able to like buy, and I made soup the other night. So I love making soup at home. So I'm able to do certain things and connect with my comfort zones through food. And then we're going to go pick up my dog lunchbox in a couple weeks. So I'll be able to have him here and he'll be a source of comfort because I'm so used to like him being around me and just like him kind of annoying me throughout the day and he's not here. So it's like, you know, we, we chose not to bring him right away because there was like a lot of moving parts and we were just moving by ourselves. And I was like, it will be a lot because I'll be stressed. He'll be stressed. And it's going to be a lot. So we're going to go back and get him. But even him when he's here, that's going to be a beautiful source of comfort just to have him here in like my area and my space, everything like that. But you guys, it is, like I said, been an adjustment and it is something that I am someone, I won't even lie to you, previous Deandra, like back in the day, Deandra, this is something I've had to work on. I would like run from discomfort. Do you know what I mean? 
And I really had to learn and internalize that certain feelings, certain experiences of discomfort are necessary for growth and expansion. I'm not saying every single experience of discomfort because there are certain you know, experiences of discomfort where you can easily remove that yourself from that and you can go along and you can prosper and you can be good, you know what I'm saying? But certain like things, certain things you experience, for example, going from a place of comfort to a place where it's a new chapter, a new experience, a new thing, and you experience discomfort from that change of your routine, from that change of your habitual environment, that's not necessarily something where it's gonna break you. If anything, that's gonna make you, that's gonna expand you, that's gonna force you to grow. Right, I'm here now, I'm forced to learn how do I, how do I cope, right? What are, what are the things, how am I when I am removed from a toxic environment? Because I think that a lot of times you can adapt certain personality traits or certain coping mechanisms as a result of the environment that you're in. But if you remove yourself from that environment, if you're placed in a new environment, what coping mechanisms remain? That's when you can actually take an objective look at those coping mechanisms, at those reactions, at those actions and say, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? And what do I need to heal? So now that I'm here, now that it's sort of like this blank slate, this, this start over period, this reset, I'm able to truly look at everything in my life with an objective lens and say, okay, where do I need to heal? Where do I need to work on this? And for me, one of the, the, the harder parts of looking at this experience has been really recognizing that I truly have this, this, uh, this flight response or this need to run from discomfort. And it's something that I'm always working on. And it's something that I consciously recognize now. It's no longer in my subconscious and buried to the point where I, you know, run from discomfort and I don't recognize that I'm running from discomfort. I just see it as, you know, I'm trying to protect myself. Now I see it as if I'm trying to, if I have this response to run from discomfort, it's like, okay, let's look at it. Is this discomfort something that's going to help me grow? Or is this discomfort something where it really is not going to help me grow? And if it is something that's going to help me grow, why am I feeling the need to run from it? Why am I so afraid? What am I afraid of? And I think that's when you have to really have to sit with your, when you really have to really have to, did I say that twice? I I don't know t tongue twister tiebreaker no it's not tiebreaker what <sighs> y'all that's when you really have to sit with yourself and look at these things look at how you respond to certain things and why you respond to certain things in that way and there's always something there there's always something you can learn from yourself there there's always new layers always ways to go deeper and that's what i've been doing so i am very excited Sidu and i had a really productive conversation this morning and I think it's an adjustment for us both and I'm trying to give myself grace, give him grace with how we're handling it. And I also think that we both just made a commitment to ourselves and to this next stage, knowing that it wasn't always gonna be easy. And I knew again, the beginning would be hard. I didn't, I couldn't imagine what difficulties would arise. Like when I was going, oh, it'll probably be like a, an adjustment. I didn't know how it would be an adjustment, but now that I'm living it, I'm able to see where it is that I need to personally grow and where it is that I need to take honest and transparent looks at myself and just really be upfront about what I need to work on personally. Um, so that is that. I'm very excited. And I hope that if you guys are personally going through any big changes in your life, that you allow yourself to sit with the discomfort, especially if it's a change that's going to help you grow and expand in the long run, because 
it is really doing yourself a disservice if you run from that change simply because you prefer the comfort of your routine. You prefer the comfort of what you know. There are some beautiful things, some beautiful lessons, some beautiful opportunities that lay in the the gardens that we have yet to explore. So allow yourself to explore those gardens, even if it feels weird at first, because eventually that will become your new normal and your new routine. And then you'll have to grow a little bit more and step out of that garden and step into a new one eventually. So, yeah. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode really quick. I want to give an update on the membership because I feel like I was going to do like a little spiel, you know, a little update on the membership for you guys. So right now it is, what is it? We're in the middle of June. It's actually June 11th and the membership is launching on Wednesday, July 1st, as I have mentioned to you guys before in these episodes. If you are unaware of what the Manifest Daily membership is, please listen to an old episode because, girl, I need some water and I'm tired of talking right now, okay? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But the membership is essentially going to be just like an online experience. We're going to have a ton of different resources in there for you related around manifestation, related around spiritual rituals, related around everything that you need to, as I love to say, the Manifest Daily motto, return to your highest self and live your best life. So that is what we're all about. And I think this can be done through many different things many different modalities i want to bring to you guys the tools that i have explored the things that i have done that have helped me grow the things that i'm currently exploring that are helping me grow right and on top of that i want to explain to you guys that this membership isn't just so like let me tell you who should join this membership right if you are someone who is working on becoming a better you if you're really into self-development if you're really into understanding how you can better yourself to get what you want in this world to move through this life with more ease this membership is for you if you are someone that considers yourself to be entrepreneurial this membership is definitely for you because within the membership i have um and not to single the guys out i feel like sometimes i use like language that really speaks to women but listen it's, it's for everybody out here i'm just i'm just saying sometimes i do and and uh i won't apologize for that just, that's just me talking that's just what comes off my tongue but i will say that you know most of my audience is woman or com- is comprised of women but i do know that there are men out there listening i see y'all we you know i I know y'all, I see y'all, I hear y'all, I don't hear (laughs) y'all, but I see y'all. So I don't want you to ever feel singled out if I do say something that's, I guess, specifically directed at women. But this content is not in any way um, gender specific. I will say that it's not gender specific. It's not sexuality specific. It's not anything specific, okay, besides being specific to the type of people, like the mindset rather that you have to have in order to find this content helpful. So that being said, There is a section of the uh, membership that's currently called Boss Babe Resources. I may or may not change that title. If I don't change that title, men, if you do join, feel free to head in there because it's not, again, specific to women or females or people who identify as women or female, okay? So um, in in that section, um, it's going to be masterclasses, resources that are really geared towards the entrepreneurial, the spiritual entrepreneurial person, right? So the person who says, okay, I have a business or I want to create a business and I want to create a business that's really soul-centered, heart-centered, but at the same time, baby girl, we got to make that coin, okay? Because as much as love and light, you know, we we love love, we love light, but we also love us some shmoney. So in that section, it's going to be resources that are geared towards helping you to craft, to um, 
better strategize, better craft a strategy that's best for your business or craft a strategy that's going to help you make money in your business. Okay. But also to create a business that is really, really authentic to you and is really going to help you to attract an audience that is going to be really like they resonate with you and what you say and what you do and what you sell and everything like that. You feel me? So we got some stuff in there about that. I actually just recorded a masterclass with Betty Shen. She is a empowerment mentor. She also is licensed um, as a breathwork practitioner. And y'all, I don't know what breathwork was before. I went in with an open mind. I was like, Betty girl, talk to me. Okay, tell me what breathwork is. What are we doing? Okay. And so we did a whole breathwork session. First of all, we went through what breathwork is, what, you know, why you should use breathwork, who breathwork is for. And we also did a whole breathwork session. So for those of you who joined the membership, that will also be available to you. Like, learn about breathwork, okay? And then with every single masterclass uh, I'm bringing to you guys from experts, because at the end of the day, I'm someone where I, I have many different interests within the spiritual world and within the entrepreneurial world, but I also know that I am not an expert in everything. And so I, I want to bring you guys the experts. I have someone coming in to talk about Facebook ads, I don't know. I, I've done, I run ads, uh, at a company I worked for before, but it was like very basic stuff with the ads. So I don't, I don't ever say that I'm a Facebook ads expert. You feel me? I will never sit there and try to run somebody's full ad campaign for Facebook. Cause Lord knows like you might have your ads being seen somewhere where you don't want them to be seen. Okay. So I have someone coming in to talk about ads and how you can use ads to grow your business. If you're at the point in your business where you're like, okay, I've been doing a lot of organic work. I'm ready to put some money into this to spend, to help grow my business in that way, grow my audience in that way. We have someone coming in and talk about ads. And I feel like, um, we also have someone coming in to talk about self-care holistic self-care routine someone coming in to talk about channeling because i know some of you guys may be interested in like okay how do i channel maybe you're someone who you felt like you are psychic and you want to tap into that she is amazing mary louisa if you guys don't know or maybe you do know her she's coming in to talk all about channeling all about psychic abilities how to actually become a better channel how to because all of us you know our channels how do you hone in on that ability to channel so there's so many different master classes there's so many different um classes in there that i'm providing myself so many different resources we have guided meditations which i'm calling explorations guided explorations we are going to have online events so i don't want it to just be something where you sign up for this membership and you're like okay like i'm just gonna sit in my bedroom and do this and it's like there's no community aspect to it like i really like the idea of having a community aspect i'm actually in a couple of facebook groups where i have really like gotten to know some of the women in the group on a different way because it's it just creates a dynamic of like you're able to talk to other people who are like-minded souls so there will eventually be a facebook group and i say eventually because i wanted to get to a certain point of growth in the membership so we don't got like two people in there talking to each other you feel me but we're gonna have a facebook group we're also gonna have events so think of it like online conferences like so you'll get to see other people talk to other people ask questions from these experts like there's so many things that are coming for this membership and when when I tell y'all I am working so hard behind the scenes, so hard <laughs> behind the scenes to make this. I'm making my entire website from scratch. Everything that you see in there, 
every single thing that you see in there, y'all, I am designing myself. So clap for me, snap for me, give me them kudos, okay? Because y'all, I am not by any means a graphic designer, but baby girl got a good eye, okay? Like I do have a nice eye for aesthetically pleasing things, and so I wanted to make sure my membership reflected that. So go ahead and join the waitlist. It will always be linked in the show notes, it's always linked in my bio on Instagram. Join the waitlist, okay? Um, I will be sending out an email to you guys. If, you are, if you're on the waitlist and you haven't gotten an email from me specifically about the membership, do not worry, I haven't sent one out yet. I know, I know, I know, I should have sent you guys something but like hello uh, listen okay don't come for me but i'm gonna send an email soon where i'm talking about the, the launch date again because i know some of you guys who are on the wait list you're probably not gonna hear this because some of you guys don't listen to the podcast i feel like some of y'all listen to the podcast some of y'all have found me on instagram and you don't even know there's a podcast and then you find the podcast years later listen welcome hi how are you welcome <laughs> but um yeah i'm gonna send out an email about the launch date i'm also gonna send out an email when we're close to the launch date because i am going to do a promo for the first week of launch the first week of launch i haven't said on the number yet but you will be able to get the membership at a discounted a highly discounted rate and after that first week we are going back to regular pricing girl and just like uggs and just like apple and just like sonos we don't never have no sales okay i'm just kidding we're gonna have sales sometimes but you know like you know when there's like a high quality thing you don't want to always be having sales there's not gonna be sales all the time so if you know you want to join this membership stay tuned for that email so you you can snatch up snatch it by the edges snatch up that promo pricing do not play yourself okay i'm saying it once i'm saying it twice now do not play yourself snatch it up so that being said the membership is gonna be on it's gonna be popping I'm so excited. I'm so, 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 so excited. And on top of that, you guys, I'm also working on the subscription box. Right now, the subscription box, subscription box, the subscription box is slated to launch in August. What that means is that in August, it will be open for taking orders. Who wants to purchase a subscription box? Um, it's I'm doing testing for the first couple cycles, so it's not going to be like, the first if you like subscribe like if you buy the first box you're not going to automatically be charged for the second box in the next quarter if that makes sense so although it's called a subscription box i'm not doing it on a subscription basis to start because i do want to test out the box and see if you guys like it see if you like the products that are going to be in there see if you like the um, small businesses that i'm collaborating with everything like that i want to get as much feedback as i can if i find out the boxes aren't doing well y'all don't fuck with the boxes but y'all really like the online content then i'm gonna just shift my gears and really focus on the online stuff if the boxes are doing amazingly well along with the online content we're going to shift to that subscription-based model where it's going to be on auto charge and things like that but for the first box like i said slated to launch in august okay i will be giving you guys um dates when i have them but for now just plan on august limited quantities okay limited quantities i'm not just saying that to hype anything up i don't have time i mean i do have time but like no limited quantities like dead ass and then we are gonna have um i'm working with a small business owner right now for a specific product gonna be in there Everything is gonna be spiritually and uh, spiritually spiritual and wellness. I don't know what I was trying to go with that, but whatever. Spiritually and wellness con- spirituality and wellness content. But that is it, you guys. I am very hungry. I'm starving. I literally it's seven o'clock right now, and I don't know what happened. I don't know where the time went, but all I know is I remember eating breakfast at like 11 30, 12 o'clock, or brunch rather, with. Sadu and I am it's seven o'clock 
and how do we get here? I, I'm unsure. I'm unsure. So I'm actually going to order some sushi for my dinner. And then I think I'm going to make some pesto for, uh, for both of us to have like, probably like later tonight and tomorrow as well. If y'all have never made pesto from scratch, like I can put you on, let me tell you something right now about making pesto from scratch. So listen, pesto, <laughs> pesto, let's go. Ooh, bars. But pesto is basically basil, olive oil. That's, and cheese, okay? So when you're making pesto, grab you the fresh basil. I don't know who needs to hear this. I do not know who needs to hear this, but do not go to the store and buy some dried up basil leaves and try to make some pesto with it. That's not what we're doing out here. We are not doing that. That's not, no. Okay, so get you the fresh basil. Get you some really good olive oil. This is brand I like. I don't know what it's called, but it sounds Italian. Get that one. And then some Parmigiano is it Parmigiano Pecorino? No, it's Parmesan cheese. And and again, I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't you go buying that shredded Parmesan cheese in the bag, the Sargento. No, we're going to go get the fresh, like aged Parmesan cheese. Like, you know how they have two sections for cheese in the grocery store? They got the cheese in the, in the fridge section where it's like, you know, the block, the Cracker Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. Okay, no shade, no tea, Cracker Barrel. They got the Sargento, whatever, whatever. But then they got the like, fresh cheese in the section where it's like the, the Parmesan and the da 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 and the ba ba ba. Go to that section, get you some fresh Parmesan, okay? In your blender, put the, the basil, put the olive oil, shred, and you don't have to shred the Parmesan beforehand because the blender will shred it up, but you can like cut it small so the blender, like you don't break your blender because that's also not like the, the business right now. Put some of that in there. So what did I say? The olive oil, the basil, the Parmesan. Yes, yes, yes. Secret, the secret to pesto is you want to squeeze in a little bit of lemon juice and you also want to put in a little bit of lemon zest. That is the secret. That is what gives my pesto like a, ooh, what's that? What's that you put in there? Oh, <laughs> it's that lemon. It's that limon. So you need to put a little lemon in your pesto. That's a little lemon zest, not too much. Do not go put in a whole lemon in there please for the love of god we don't need a whole lemon in there a little lemon zest like a ch -ch -ch, lemon zest and maybe like i don't have recipes like honestly i just cook based on like i eyeball everything okay i'm like um what's her name rachel ray remember when she used to be on her show and she's like eyeball this eyeball that yes i'm her okay i just eyeball everything but a little little squeeze of some lemon juice a little zest of the lemon and obviously you want to season it with salt and pepper I know y'all who love seasoning. I love seasoning too. Do not go crazy with the seasoning. Pesto is, a, is, is pesto. You really want the basil to shine. You want the lemon to come through. And you really want the olive oil to come through. And you want the cheese to be a beautiful addition to all of it. To add a little creaminess to it. Don't go adding Mrs. Dash. Don't go adding, uh, what's that other one? The Y'all know the one. Do not go adding all them damn spices to it, okay? This salt and pepper. This is a case where literally you want to do salt and pepper. And if you must, if you must, a dash of cayenne pepper because sometimes we need a little bit of spice in our life. But other than that, salt and pepper. I don't know when this became a cooking episode, but here we are. We have arrived. Hello. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to blend that up. Obviously, cook your pasta, right? If you really want to get crazy and creative, baby, go make some some homemade pasta. But I tell you, uh, I use the barrio. I believe it's called. I don't listen. My pronunciations. I don't know. I think that's what it's called. But I get that pasta, boil your pasta, strain your pasta, and then literally put the pesto, like the, the whatever you have just blended up in the blender, into your pasta and mix that up. That is pesto. And I didn't say pine nuts. I know sometimes you'll buy pesto or people will get pesto and it has pine nuts in there. I personally don't like pine nuts in my pesto, so I don't add nuts. But if you want to, 
feel free to add pine nuts when you're like blending everything up and then also if you're into like if you eat meat if you eat shrimp chicken whatever you can also cook that separately so i'll like um Sometimes I'll like cook the shrimp in a pan with some olive oil just to like get it cooked and toss it with the sauce and then toss that with the pasta. You can do the same with chicken or you can just have pesto with nothing. And then obviously when you serve, serve it with a little bit of grated Parmesan on top. And then if you want to be even fancier, if you want to, you know, give people a little hint, hint at what's in there, you can zest a tiny bit of lemon zest on the top. And that is it, y'all. Let me do that again. You heard that? That's the kiss, the chef's kiss, because my pesto is bomb, baby, bomb, bomb. So thank you guys for listening to me not only talk about this move and then talk about food, because y'all know I am someone when I'm hungry, oh, I will describe food in the finest detail to y'all because I'm a tourist baby and I get hungry. And I don't know how I'm not hungry as we speak because I generally or genuinely want to eat. So I'm gonna go order my sushi. I'm also gonna go take a trip to Whole Foods. There's like a Whole Foods that's like, honestly like a five, ten minute walk away from us because I ran out of ice cream and I'm someone that like every single meal I have to have dessert. And I kind of don't want a croissant and Nutella for dessert tonight because I had that this morning after my sausage thingy. So I think I'm gonna do, go to Whole Foods and like maybe get, some ice cream or or some cake i'm in the mood for some cake i kind of don't want to leave i think i was supposed to oh shit oh my god Tidu's on his way back i have to go meet him guys because i think if i go to uh i told him to like he's he went to new york to go take a trip i don't know why i'm telling you guys this oh my god here we are rambling y'all know how i love to ramble at the end of these damn episodes anyways he's on his way back he took a little trip to new york today and uh, I'm going to meet him so that we can go to Whole Foods together. And although we are quarantining and we're masking, I'm like dreading putting on a mask right now because I'm wearing makeup. I was wearing makeup for my call. And I'm like, okay, should I like try to wipe it off real quick? But then sometimes I hate when I wipe off my makeup with a makeup wipe and I feel like my face just feels dirty until I wash it. <sighs> First world problems, I tell you all. First world problems. Okay, thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in. I also want to quickly thank you guys for sharing the podcast so much in the last, literally the last two weeks. I have really appreciated the the endless love, really. The new followers on Instagram, everyone sharing the podcast more and more. Everyone who's discovered the podcast, welcome if you're new. I am just grateful. I think that podcasting is something where it is a slow and steady thing. It's a slow and steady wins the race. It's something where sometimes you sit down and you're like, damn, I'm talking into the void. <laughs> it's like, you're like, who's listening? And when I see you guys post on Instagram and you share the episodes and when you share which ones are your favorites and I'm like, oh, I remember that one or oh, I remember that one. Like, it's just such a cool experience to have that connection with you guys. So thank you so much for those of you who continue to support. I see y'all. Like, I promise you I see y'all. I know who you guys are. And I appreciate you guys more than like, I feel like I say it, but I don't know how to convey this energy because I really, 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 truly appreciate you guys. It's, it's because of you guys that I come back and I record and not just because of you guys, cause I record cause I also want to, for me, it's an amazing outlet for me to talk, but knowing that you guys listen and knowing that you guys get so much out of these episodes where I'm literally just sharing these lessons and stories and being very transparent and vulnerable on these episodes helps me to sit down. It reminds me that there is a higher purpose to me sitting down that just serves myself. It serves the collective in that way. So thank you so much again for tuning into every single episode, for listening and for sharing with your friends and family. 
Um, truly appreciate you guys. And I am very excited to talk to you guys in the next episode. And of course, until then, come find me over on Instagram. I will be chatting with you guys over there. So thank you again. And I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye. Okay, so I know today's episode was super juicy. Whether you find yourself feeling inspired, motivated, or just plain entertained, I want to hear it. Please leave me a review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, and share Manifest Daily with a friend or on social media. If you share on social media, don't forget to tag me at The Manifest Daily so I can look at your shares and I can reshare and all that jazz. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And I will chat with you in the very next episode. Bye. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundled discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.